your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Mary Fogarty, who uh, represents well, both nationally and in the region, the Irish Nurses and Midwives Organisation, a familiar voice to you over the years on this and other subjects, is with me again. Good morning to you, Mary. Um, so Good morning, Joe. We heard from the Minister for Health yesterday and he was pointing directly back at the hospital in Dora Doyle. He was talking again, he did a couple of weeks ago, he did yesterday, about reform within the hospital itself. Um, he said it had the second worst record uh, in the country uh, for weekend discharges, which he was pointing to as a key element of patient flow. He said that the government had put a lot of resources into the hospital in recent years, including bed capacity, and there is more to come. When I spoke to Minister Norma Foley at the beginning of this programme, she reiterated that very strongly, while also saying it was unacceptable. So what do you think? Is it now within the hospital that the next leap can be taken? Well, Joe, it's it's not a, a one answer uh, for, for to your question. I mean, or it's not a simple answer to, to your question. Certainly there are capacity issues and the demands on services in the Midwest, as everywhere else in the country, have grown since COVID. So we are seeing huge demand for services. We have shortages of and, and, and difficulties in accessing GPs. So we're going to see more people attending and then more people on waiting lists who are deteriorating at home, ending up in our emergency department. So that's a factor, a huge factor in the demand side. But we also know that there are internal processes at University Hospital Limerick that have to be managed and have to be addressed. And we did have the minister appoint a clinical team to the hospital last summer who worked in the hospital for a period of four to six weeks. And we saw significant improvements. Or our members saw significant improvements in the volume of patients that were on trolleys and in the patient flow at the hospital. Now, that has obviously dissipated at this point where it's a very serious situation now with Yesterday, 150, a new record. Today, again, very serious, 120 patients who can't access care in a hospital bed. And when we talk about accessing a hospital bed, it is about accessing your treatment. It's accessing care from the clinical staff. It's impossible to do that on a corridor of a hospital or a corridor of an ED. There's nothing there to provide you with any um, comfort, you know, when you when you do need it when you're unwell. Uh, and it's, it's a very, very um, serious situation for patients and for staff at the hospital. They've dealt with this now for almost a decade, becoming increasingly worse. Our members who are nurses are there 24-7. Their morale is extremely low. They're now seeing contemplation of fifth trolleys going up on wards. You know, that's that was unthinkable even 18, 20 months ago. And now we're, we're at the point whereby, you know, the, the volume of patients on trolleys is just inexplicable, really. Um, well, and what, yet, what would you say to listeners who have made the point to us that this would never have been allowed to continue in a Dublin hospital? Well, I don't know if it would be allowed to continue. I suppose some hospitals are managed in different ways and have different um, processes for how they admit patients and discharge patients. We certainly know from University Hospital Limerick 
um, from management themselves that they have an issue with discharges at weekends. So when we do ask for statistics on the discharges over a seven day period, there's a dramatic drop on a Saturday, Sunday and the weekend just gone, remember, were three three days of, of not of not normal working Saturday, Sunday and the public holiday. So the the hospital system grinds to a complete halt probably fairly early on on a Friday afternoon and doesn't really kick back in until right. Tuesday morning. So and all you, sorry, people are sick clear, all the time. Are you, are you talking about that specifically in relation to UHL and Dora Doyle? Because again, the Minister for Health is saying that Limerick has the second worst record for weekend discharges. That's, that's his mantra yes. in recent weeks. Yes, no, I am referring specifically to, to, to University Hospital Limerick where there is a particular issue with discharges at weekends. And there's also a particular issue with admission. Are you still with me? They call it conversion yeah, rates or admissions admissions to the site vis-a-vis other hospitals in the country as well. Right. Um, should the minister be on site today? Well, I don't know what the minister himself can do if he's on site today. I mean, he'd be visible and that's, you know, I mean, I think what people want is they want an... Uh, a new system at the hospital that will alleviate the problem and that the people in the vicinity, we all live in the vicinity of the hospital and in the in the region, the Midwest region, that we know with confidence that we can go to our hospital and that ourselves or our loved ones will get the care that they, that they require, that they won't be left for hours on trolleys waiting for admission to a hospital bed if that's deemed necessary. I think that's what people want. How you get there is, is going to be difficult, um, but... You know, we we are seeing the implementation of Slauncher Care, whether that will have any impact. More beds are coming on stream, but those beds, it's been proven in the past, won't make much of a difference unless the flow processes at the hospital are changed. And that's something that we hope, mm. our members hope. Uh, and, uh, will change. And uh, Mr. Norma Foley said to us in the last hour, uh, she pointed to the new senior manager that the chief executive of the agency, Bernard Gloucester, has uh, put in to the region to look specifically at reform, perhaps, or whatever the appropriate word he would use is, um, uh, and has a track rec- rec- record in patient flow and the like. Will that work? Well, one person, I think putting it on the shoulders of one person is not, uh, it's not doable in that sense. This is a team, a multifaceted process. It's, 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 it's a relation. It's, it would be up to many, many people at the hospital to change their work practices and to change how they work. So that's and, and would one that in, person. And would that include nurses? Well, nurses are there twenty four seven. I think right. the so, so nurses you, you are always are, you, open. You, you are certain then that nurses have done everything they possibly can; that they have changed their work practices as required. So, what you're saying by implication is that there are others who have not done so and need to in order to improve this situation. What I'm saying is that nurses and midwives have never been found wanting when they've been asked to look and change their work practices, whereas is to the benefit of patients. And we, we, at the present time, we haven't been asked to do anything any differently. Uh, so, but, but certainly if management have any proposals for us, we would always sit down and work through those matters. It's the whole system at the hospital needs to change. Can I, can I ask from a, a, I, I, I could just finish the point, Joe. 
If I could just finish the point. The point we're trying to make is that a hospital can't like that can't function on a Monday to Friday, nine to five basis or eight to four basis. A hospital like University Hospital Limerick, which is the only big acute hospital in the region, has to function at a much higher level on a 24-7 basis. And that means having more senior people on site for longer in the day, greater access to diagnostics, to CT scans, to MRIs. I mean, our members tell us every day that there are patients sitting in that hospital that could be discharged if they have their diagnostic test done. Okay. Or, um, and and, and can, I, can I just ask then, so over the past five years, have changes been made by your members and by others? And is it that those changes haven't gone far enough? Is that what we're saying? Changes have been made, but I suppose it's sustaining some of the changes. I mean, the hospital has had significant investment in terms of new infrastructure, beds, a, a surgical assessment units, medical assessment units. There's a myriad of supports that have gone into the hospital in terms of um of, of supporting it and, and, and getting people off trolleys. We've seen recently in the last 12 months a new frail elderly unit opened at the hospital to take those people out of the ED. But we're still seeing record numbers of people on trolleys and that's because, in my view, the hospital system is functioning more like a Monday to Friday service when in fact it is a 24-7 service. We need to see longer access in there to, as I say, senior decision makers to diagnostics at weekends in the evenings and I know the CEO of the health service has advocated for that and you know people in there need to get around the table and look and see how we can expand the services we have to utilize them at other times of the day and night right. when patients so, so, need so, them. so finally then in summary what you were saying is um, you know, capacity aside and, and the government have talked about what's gone in there and what is coming but a key change that would make a difference is people changing their work practices and that INMO members are prepared if management come to them with um, proposals to look at those constructively Yes but I must emphasise that Nurses have changed their work practices. They're there 24-7. This isn't a nursing problem. This Nurses are left with the problem, but this is not a nursing problem. This is a problem around processing patients, admitting and discharging patients from the hospital, getting them in a timely way to their test, having it available so is, to is, them is it on a, a Saturday. Is it, a, is it a doctor problem then, if it's not a nursing it's a problem? Multi, it's a multifaceted team But that would include issue. doctors, right? It would include everybody, Yes. Okay. Okay. Look, uh, I mean, people, I think, have enormous sympathy for um, uh, your members working in there. Um, uh, but obviously, their their first worry is themselves and their families and, and wondering, you know, what happens when I end up uh, in UHL and Dora Doyle. All right. Thank you very much for talking to us. We will obviously continue to focus on this. And, you know, we... we we look at situations like this when you get a record and there's all this national attention on it, but it dissipates very, very quickly. And that's why we've tried to sustain the debate here locally, because we actually really believe that it is fundamental to, you know, it's, it's, it should be a right for citizens to access um, hospital care when, when they need it. Thank you very much for talking to us this morning. This is Mary Fogarty of the INMO there. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.